What is shaking, everybody? This week's episode of the Golf Guide Podcast is brought to you by the world's greatest niche website specifically aimed at serving golfers on the Pacific Coast. That's right. It's golfguide.net. It is a place where you can not only go to learn about every single golf course in the states of California, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, and Hawaii. You can also go and find discounted rounds of golf on golfguide.net. That is right. Save up to 70% on rounds of golf to dozens of courses around Northern California, a few in uh, Southern Oregon, uh, Reno, Tahoe area. We we got it all down. We're, we're trying. We're going to do our best to expand and have some more deals for you here in the next couple of months. Uh, but there's some pretty sweet deals there right now. Golfguide.net. Learn about golf. Save on golf. If you want to go visit some kick-ass destinations, you can click on the events tab at the top of the homepage. You can join me on a trip to Gamble Sands in October. Or you know what? Why don't you come and join me on a trip to Bandon Dunes? That's right. The number one golf resort in America in December. I will be there. I want you to join me. If you if that sounds good to you, just go to golfguide.net, click on the events tab, sign up, and I'll see you there. I'll be buying you a cocktail on Friday night. We're gonna have we're gonna have a great time. So golfguide.net. A phenomenal, phenomenal resource for every golfer on the West Coast. I hope you check it out. And with that being said, let's get to it with my friend Jess here on another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. All right, golf fans, welcome back to another edition of the Golf Guide Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Serlo, and I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Jess Stemak, uh, who, besides being, you know, an absolute blogging savant, um, you know, here in the northern, you know, the North Bay golfing community, you know, he's affectionately known as uh, Boat, or, you know, to his even closer friends as one El Boatorino. Um, I, I feel like, given this, uh, you know, Given this fact, I feel like I don't have to call you Jess on this podcast anymore. I can just go back to calling you Boat like I normally do. Kyle, I have a microphone plugged in <laughs> to a computer via USB cord. I, I, Headphones. I, I, I mean, I I seriously, I feel like I'm sitting in a spaceship right now. You are. Uh, you, this you is jumped, next level stuff. Yeah, yeah, you have jumped into the 21st century. I, I, I completely buried the lead. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are oh. listening to this podcast, uh, my delightful and often very eccentric co-host here uh <laughs> at 36 years young has finally decided to download skype onto his computer for the very first time and we are no longer doing this podcast from a skype account to a mobile phone this thing is going all digital and i hope it sounds as good to you as it sounds good because boat you j- just hearing the off tones in your voice that i was deprived of before it's, it, <laughs> it, it just makes this conversation just ever just that much more delightful Multimedia superstar. <laughs> uh, crushing it. All right, man. Well, uh, w- without wasting uh, too much time here, I, I say what we just jump into this. We had a lot of stuff go on in the golf world here uh, over the weekend, but um, you know, even though it was an amazing, amazing uh, regular PGA Tour event by uh, one of the youngest winners we've had in a long time, um, another incredible event going on over in Europe. Um, I, I don't want to bury the lead twice in one episode. It, it appears that just a, over a week away from the Open Championship that you have a Tiger Woods update for us. Tiger put out a phenomenal video. I don't know what source he put it out on. It might have been Instagram. could have been Twitter. 
but he's literally <laughs> he still looks half asleep. But it was at one a.m. I'm guessing Eastern time in Florida, probably in Jupiter, and he goes just basically, "Hey, golf world, uh, it's one a.m. and I'm up." But he doesn't look like he's all the way up. It <laughs> looks like he's possibly still under the influence of a sleeping pill. <laughs> Hopefully, he w- walked to the weight room uh, and didn't drive uh, to incur a seven iron. But uh, yeah, he says he's ready to go. He's getting his body acclimated to the uh, the early wake up calls. My word! So this is this is this is forty year old, you know, forty something Tiger Woods from now on. Is that every year for the Open Championship? Homeboy is just is up at twelve forty five a.m. and and just coasting the gym at two, and then and heading to bed at four o'clock. You know, if he goes on to win the British, I mean, yeah, don't don't play leading up to it. Just get your body acclimated. Stay home. Just get up at one a.m. That's all you got to do. It's it really is that simple. And admittedly, I, whew, I know we have one more golf tournament to go, boat. But holy shit, man, I am getting so excited for this Open Championship. Before we started recording tonight, I had spent the previous thirty-eight minutes uh, watching drone flyovers of Royal Portrush, and I and I just. I felt excited in areas that I probably shouldn't be describing on a podcast because it's it, it, it's somewhat inappropriate for for a, a small portion I of our saw, audience. Does eighteen look wide to you? I saw a video of McElroy hitting an iron in what had to be the eighteenth green. He was surrounded by stands. It looked wide. Eighteen. It looked wide. Oddly enough, as uh, even though I was just going through just excessive amounts of drone footage, I. Uh, I was rewatching each hole's flyover several times uh, to the point where I think I'm only on the 11th hole right now. <laughs> after 38, <laughs> after 38 minutes, I just barely made it through the front nine. Oh, oh that's great! Oh, Jesus! Oh, that's but great. I, oddly enough, it's uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it seems a little wider because I was actually I've actually been shocked with how narrow some of these fairway corridors have looked um, through a lot of these drone flyovers. Now, for anybody listening here, if you want to nerd out as hard as I have. Um, if you go to the Open Championship website, there is nothing. They they've got next to zilch available for like course previews and stuff like that. But there was a very nice gentleman who has the account name Elevated Overview on Vimeo, and he has got the goods. He has got some world class uh, flyover videos. And boat the the music that this guy plays in his flyovers is ab- is, is so intense. It's it's what incredible. Are we I mean, uh, what genre? I mean, I don't know if I can actually play it for you, where you can actually hear it on the podcast. I will give it a go and see. If, you know, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a first. We are about to put headphones onto a microphone to see if we can actually <laughs> replicate the sound going on in these drone flyer videos. Hold on, one second here. Yes, I'm ready. Oh, oh it's just soothing. But it get, it crescendos. Boat. I'm telling you right now, that's the first hole right there. It starts off soft and it builds okay. and it builds. It gets to that eighth hole, and that just think that music just slaps you right across the face. I mean, like, it, it is. Like it are is we wild. talking about a like a ballad? It, it, it's more of a uh, orchestraic uh, ballad of sorts. I mean, uh, just okay. a lot of horns and a lot of fast. The, the, the pace picks up. I mean, again, we, we we might be really going off. They're on trying that. to get the people. They're trying to get the people going in the middle of the golf course. People, I see how it is. People are watching this and they're getting jazzed up. Boat. I mean, it it is it, 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 it is good stuff. So. Um, nine out, nine in. Exactly. Oh, uh, man. This golf course just looks incredible. But anyway, I'm once again uh, going off a tangent. We are going to have just an absolutely extraordinary amount of uh, coverage leading up to the Open Championship. I would anticipate that you and I are going to be doing several 
uh, previews together. I'm going to try to bring my boy Chris Durr from the No Gimme's podcast into the fold uh, to talk a little British Open with us as well. But that is that is for a future podcast that will be uh, published within the next seven days. Boat, I want to bring your and my attention back to the 3M Open, the inaugural PGA oh. Tour event in the great state of Minnesota. Um, this thing looked like, you know, one of the world's best golfers in Bryson DeChambeau was going to win this thing, you know, put another feather in the cap uh, and build yeah, on what I is thought, continued. You know, it was almost like almost like we'd seen this story written before, you know, yes. the the young guys, the, you know, they they kind of mess around with the uh the veteran and you know they maybe paw at him a little bit and then they just kind of like fall to the wayside but no 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 that was not the case mr um, morikawa and mr wolf uh they don't care no and mr dechambeau no and it's wild so um in case you have not figured out already uh the number one amateur in america or maybe the world uh the last couple of years the oklahoma state star matthew wolf um wins in just his fourth PGA Tour start. He turned pro the week after the U.S. Open and is l- quite literally already a PGA Tour winner. He becomes the first. <laughs> get this, but I'm sure you've heard this one already. He has become the first uh, golfer, one of three, to win the NCAA Individual Championship and a PGA Tour event in the same year. Do you Pretty know? Impressive. Who, do you know who the other two are? Uh, Phil Mickelson. Negative. NCAA championship and tour event, same year. Same same year. Individual um, individual championship. There's a gentleman who has won 15 major Scott championships. <laughs> Tiger did it, huh? Uh, Tiger and Ben Crenshaw. Uh, yeah, I mean, Crenshaw won everything, so yeah. that doesn't surprise me. Absolutely incredible. So first guy since Tiger to uh, to win the individual NCAAs and a tour event in the same year. Um, and... Man, he does it in absolutely spectacular fashion, eagling the 72nd hole to win by one over one of the world's 10 best players. I I, I don't know if he could have written it up any better if he had had a chance to actually script this thing out beforehand. This is how I like to envision it in my head. Um, at some point, Matthew Wolf was like, oh, Bryson, that's cute. All clubs, same length. Wait till you see my fucking golf swing. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i would love i mean i mean this guy is he is, i think agora hills i mean he, he's a southern california kid so he, Valley, I think, yeah, yeah so yeah he's got he's probably got a little bit of socal like you know you know cool uh cool vibe going on i mean i know that he uh he he trains with you know probably one of the golf world's you know young brightest and most eccentric uh uh instructors in uh george gankus down from powerful uh-huh. powerful westlake golf club um, so if he if he is taking on any of his instructor's personality, I I would not doubt that one bit. I probably you know I'd probably bits and pieces. Yeah, it's like he's like, oh you know sorry Bryson, you're the young guy going against the grain. Uh, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll be right there. Wait until you see my backswing. Yeah, and what's crazy but is that this- as as we've talked about before, Kyle, the important part of the swing is only about six inches. Down at the bottom of the swing. You yes, know what I mean? That is, that um, is absolutely right. Because uh, the, the ball flights this guy's hit, and, and they're starting to talk about it. They're like, he rotates his body so much that the club face stays so square for so long, and that's why you don't see the guy hitting big pull hooks and push fades. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love seeing it because you know, I've, 
I, I seriously, seriously don't, don't have the Elvis hip that he does, and I don't take <laughs> it across the line, but <laughs> I have that out in, and it's, um, you know, it's it's good to see swings like this one on tour. It gives us, gives us hope, you know what I mean? I could not agree more, man. It's funny because this is a discussion that we could have had, you know, without Matt Wolf winning a PGA Tour event, but with him actually now proving that he can win an event on tour, it gives yeah. us another reason to have it, and that is it, it's so refreshing to me to see a unique golf swing be successful on tour right now because, you know, we're right in the middle of the TrackMan generation where you and I have talked about this before. Oh, it's where, just it's numbers. Dude, it, it just seems Data. like, yeah, it just seems like 90% there's no, there's of the no guys' more, swings look exactly the same, yeah, you know? There's no more trial and error. It's here. This no. is what you need to do. This is the club you need to use. Um, and then, you know, in the same group, Colin Morikawa, who just looks like he can't ever miss hit a ball with that swing. You know what I mean? He's Watching young... those guys watching those guys go at it back and forth that was that was really cool which you is know, also, a couple of california guys that's, that's what i mean awesome. these guys have awesome. been playing high level competitive golf against one another for probably the majority of their cognizant lives i mean one, one's Last, from one's from ventura the, county yeah, exactly. yeah. call him from uh Great and powerful La Cunada High School in Los Angeles, then goes up for, to Cal for the Berkeley. last eight years. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, man, that uh, for how many times these guys have probably played together, both uh, at AJGA and then going to collegiate golf, one at Cal, one at Oklahoma State, and now, you know, battling, you know, on the back nine of, uh, you know, on, on Sunday at a tour event is absolutely insane. And I I hope I don't, that. I don't, what, what was their back nines? 31, combined, they had to be close to 10 under, right? 31 30. <laughs> Come on, come yeah, on! I know it's incredible. Like, like these uh, guys have like six combined starts on tour between them. Kyle, it, it was dude. Like I texted, I texted oh. JJ, who's you know he's now he's caddying for Morikawa, and they, they just kept. If you're listening, it's JJ Jackovac from Nap, California, and Chico State University. It, Peter Costas is JJ Jakovic. I mean, JJ has been out there forever. It's like, come on, Peter. It's not that hard. JJ Jackovac. J, I mean, Jackovac. But I mean, I text him and I go, "Hey, dude, sorry you didn't get the W. That's it's pretty pretty good first month for you." I I, um, I would think so. You know, it's not like Ryan Moore is missing cuts, but I mean, JJ has probably almost a hundred grand. Uh, you know, uh, pretty good for a month. But um, I go, dude, the guy didn't flinch. He goes, "The guy's really impressive, man. He's really." impressive and he didn't he didn't flinch he was like what was he one over through eight and then he ends up losing by one and i mean that lip out on 17 was oh brutal absolutely brutal and he still had a chance to tie for the win on 18 like Dude, and then he, you know, he almost he steps up and hits a five iron at 25 feet and almost hoops the three and loses you know what i mean um yeah it's some good golf but yeah he's JJ's really impressed with him, and I'm pumped for JJ and Colin, Cal kid, and yeah, it's good, man. This was really, really good inaugural event for the 3M, no I know, doubt. I, absolutely, man. And what's crazy is uh, I, I don't know how much this was covered in the tournament itself because, admittedly, um, I, I don't think I'm breaking any news here, but I, I'm the type of guy that, with a few exceptions, like the major championships and some other stuff, I'll always elect to play golf over watch golf. Uh, yeah. if, if given the choice and on Sunday I was presented with an opportunity to go out and play golf with a bunch of friends. So I did. So yeah. I decided to go Where? out and then, be, uh, the, the great sunset Hills golf course in Chico, nice. California. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, it, it, boat. Oh man. There was quite literally a natural hazard in the form of a gravel pit on 
two of the nine holes on two of the nine <laughs> greens. It, it was incredible. Um, was it marked? Was it marked? No, no, it was not marked. It was a natural natural hazard. They just happened to find a, a gravel pit in the middle of the green. It was Perfect. fantastic. Um, but that being said, I knew I knew what was going on. I was like, you know, it's okay. In 2019, I can go back and rewatch all this stuff after the fact. Watch, you know, YouTube videos of everything until my head spins and read everything I can. And uh, so I don't know if this was being talked about a lot on the broadcast. But did you know that Matt Wolf's caddy this weekend was the first time ever that he, that he had carried his bag in a, in a professional round? Yeah, I saw it was his new caddy. I, I mean, obviously he's going to have a new caddy. He's only been out there for three weeks, but uh, I don't know anything about the guy. So did you did you, did you look into it? Yeah. So basically, um, I think it was Dave uh, Shedlowski from Golf Digest and Golf World wrote a really wonderful article that I would highly recommend. Uh, anybody we'll listening to this would go and uh, and go take That's a look. That's my at homework. It. Have you done yours, uh, Step Brothers? <laughs> oh no. Oh my. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll pass. But he has a great little uh, a little nugget. I mean, there, there's tons of great quotes in here that I would um, I would love to just read you guys. But uh, I found this particular interesting in that um, after you know after quote when Wolf canned his left to right putt from just off the fringe, he punched the air and gave his caddy Steve Lohmeyer a vicious high five. Lohmeyer, oh, that was that was that was that was an aggressive high five, by the way. Oh, it was heavy. Whew. My goodness, but Lohmeyer, a former Kent State golfer was on the bag for the first time, having taken over for another veteran caddy, J.P. Fitzgerald, after Wolf finished tied for 80th in his debut at the Travelers Championship and then missed the cut. I recognize that last name. Yeah, and th- then he missed the cut at last week's Rocket Mortgage Classic. Quote, yeah. I'm speechless, Lohmeyer said. That kid has me in awe. You know, we've seen this already with guys like Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. These guys come out here and they're just not scared. You know, yeah. we, we both read that last putt the same way, and I thought he was going to make it, and he showed me exactly what kind of player he was by doing it, end quote. And awesome. It's just awesome, man, because, I mean, you and me, again, uh, we've talked about how it's really unrealistic to expect these young guys to come out and not, you know, not even just to win, but even to really just be competitive. I mean, there's a pretty oh, yeah. steep learning curve on this tour and only the best of the best find a way to succeed from a young age and maybe not in 2019 wow man i don't i mean that just these guys are coming out just guns blazing dude Dude, the stones i did i saw another quote i saw another quote where he was he told his caddy he was like you know the first couple events i was like trying to fit the ball in the fairways he goes no i'm just gonna bomb it yeah he goes i'm just he goes i won all these college tournaments not worrying about that and just bombing it he goes i'm just gonna overpower this guy i'm gonna bomb it it's like phil i'm gonna hit bombs and the guy, dude, on 18, the guy hit three wood. It's yeah. 573 yards. Three wood, three wood five iron. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that, wood, is a game, iron. that is a game that not many of us can can even fathom. It is you a game I, mean? I am unfamiliar with. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, but one, one other thing actually from the and same the, article. You, when you watch the replay, Kyle, the shot tracer on the three wood is straight in the air and dead straight. <laughs> how, how do you I even, mean, you're an instructor, just, how do you even do that? Just a lot of club head speed, Kyle. <laughs> if you want to hit the ball high and far, you got to absolutely get after it. Uh, it. The launch on that three would had to be like, it had to be 15, 17 degrees, dude. I mean, it was straight up. The it's thing really... landed, landed on a pillow. Really impressive. Um, all right, from, from that same article, can I read you one more thing before we uh, go on? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. So, Oklahoma State uh, assistant coach Donnie Dar reminded Wolf uh, just how ready he was in a Tech Saturday night 
after Wolf joined Morikawa in Sunday's final pairing, which in and of itself was rather remarkable. Former Ohio State coach. Yes, former Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Donnie Dar. Okay. He traded in one OSU for another. Oh, well, you know, hey, stick with what you know. Yep. Uh, Wolf entered the final round as co-leader with Morikawa and DeChambeau, making him the youngest player to ever hold a 54-hole lead. He, as in Dar, was pretty much telling me, you can do it. Quote, your winning is no different at any level. He kind sure. of made me a little, you know, a little, he kind of fed me a little stat. He said, in the last six months, you've probably won more than any single person in this field. And that when it kind of, that's when it kind of hit me. I, I know how to seal the deal. And mm-hmm. I live for moments like this. And the, you know, it, you know, I thrive in these clutch moments and, you know, where you have to step into the big stage, um, which is an end quote. But it's like, again, it's just reinforcing the fact that, like, these dudes seem like mentally they are so much more yeah. dialed in than anything and they'll talk about to. it too oh first first you have to you have to lose right and at some point in the beginning of your career you have to lose but you have to hate fucking losing yes okay you gotta hate fucking losing um you know when i was lucky enough to be winning some tournaments it all started by fucking crying when the warrior will, warriors would lose on tv yes on a tuesday night game you know what i mean I fucking hated losing every, you know, little league team, basketball team growing up. It's fortunate to be on on some good teams. I hated fucking losing. And then once that drives you to win and you learn how you win, learn how to win, how you react coming down the wire, that shit doesn't change. No. Like, you know what your emotions are going to be like. You know how to control them, your breathing, your instincts when you're a little pumped up, how much further you hit it. Like you eventually you just fucking get into this mode where you're like, Oh yeah, I'm here. Now it's on autopilot. This is what I do. I'm going to hit the wedge three yards further. You know, you learn shit and you remember it. And, um, there's nothing better than being fucking in the hunt There's nothing better. I guarantee those guys were having the time. They weren't even thinking about the money, Kyle. They weren't. Those guys were having the time of the thirty-one and thirty. Apparently, they were not thinking about the money. No. <laughs> those guys. It's. Whew, this could be. This could be where we start to see that um, gap from when you first get out there to your first. You know, I, it, obviously it's a special class. Okay, so let's slow down, Jess. You fucking Daryl. <laughs> these these three guys, <laughs> Hovland, Morikawa, and Wolf. Whew. I mean, by the way, not, not uh, Spieth, Thomas, those guys, I mean, that class. Yeah, it was a great class. This class. Are you kidding? Not to be overlooked. Victor Hovland tied for 13th. Another top 15 finish for Victor Hovland. He has, he has like three top 13s. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. Like, he, who is he? Kucher? Um, <laughs> let, let's hope not. A we'll younger, see. handsomer, who, who hopefully more tip-friendly he is, he is. He is European, so he may not be the big. He may not. He may not even believe in tipping. Kyle, that that is that a could great... be hot off. That could be hot off the press. <laughs> Cooch might be. Hovland might bail Cooch out. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, these are these are three special players. Um, completely agree. You know, we talked about one of them winning, and sure enough. <laughs> They're basically they're basically all winning. I thought it we were gonna have to wait a little longer. It, it looks like they're all gonna get their card this year. You know Oof. what I mean? Uh, it's, it's it's and if hey, we talked about it a couple pods ago. Kyle, all these guys were in 
TV groups at the national championships yes. in it and at the Eastlake Cup. The cameras do not scare these guys. Five years ago, I mean, there might be some local some local programming going on at these big uh, regional amateur tournaments, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in the USAM, but that was about it. Maybe the Walker Cup for, for you know, big-time TV camera exposure to where you got two guys running behind you for every shot. Right. You know what I mean? But these guys aren't blinking. They're, they're used to it. So unfazed. They're they're used to it. The camera doesn't bug them. And that, that camera is closer than you think. I mean, things like freaking seven yards directly behind you. If you had never had that before, there's going to be a little bit different. Like you're going to a whole nother level of focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. But these guys aren't flinching. It's so freaking cool, dude. It's so cool. It's it's just so impressive, man. To be so composed and so dialed in um, when you can't even go to a bar and order a cocktail seems wild. 30. I mean, 30. Dude, it's a, it, it, the crazy thing is, so obviously. And Nick this, was talking about it, too. When they made the turn, he's like, all right, which one of these guys is going to shoot 30? Oh, oh, oh. Sir Nick was kind of <laughs> joking, but they went 31-30. Which is crazy because, like, and the thing is, Colin is the one that shot 30. Matt Wolf had the eagle 18 to shoot 31 in the back nine. Like, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Morikawa was so. Morikawa like, shot 30, and he horseshoed one on 17 and almost eagled 18. Like, it's, it's he's abs- not that far away from shooting twenty eight. No, no, he's not. Like that. That's what's so wild, man. And like, I, I think, and, and a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, from what I was reading, that it, it's kind of you know Morikawa's kind of run that he went on that sort of kicked Wolf back into gear and, and got him to make was it four birdies in his last five holes or went four hundred yeah. went four hundred for the last really, five or something like that. Really neat exchange at the end. Yeah. Dude, it was, it that was, was a, awesome. That was a genuine hug, uh, a close message. That was – and even the way the caddies, uh, you know, bro-hugged with J.J. and Steve, that yeah. was – they knew that was a special, very special back nine. The, mm-hmm. Probably one they'll never forget, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I, I, I 100% agree. And uh, Instant classic, Kyle. <laughs> I have that to agree. That was instant classic. I have to agree. And, you know, uh, Matt Wolf becomes – or just <laughs> – Matt Wolf becomes the youngest PGA Tour winner since Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth won the John Deere Classic as a 19-year-old in 2013. That that is crazy to think about. Uh, and but here's the thing: Matt Wolf was. I thought he was like 20 years, four months. No, I, I think he was 19 years old. Or you know what? It says he was younger than Matt Wolf is now. I thought he was 19, but maybe he had just barely turned 20 at that point. However, Matt Wolf now has a two-year exemption on tour. He is going to be playing in all of the next four major championships including the 2020 masters which he will not turn 21 years old until two days after the final round of the 2020 masters well the way that that is wild (laughs) the way that guy can hit it high and um he might have to wait two days to celebrate a victory there (laughs) That, that was that was god so good man so good and you know what man i again i can't get i cannot emphasize enough how wonderful it is to watch somebody with unique powerful awesome golf swing like that and it's 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 his you know what i mean it's one of the oldest sayings in golf and you know what you you know better than i do because you actually you know how the golf swing works which if you would watch me play golf at all in the last couple weeks it's very evident that is not the case but uh (laughs) dude swing your swing oh and you know he's getting a lot he's this guy is having a moment dude he, he this is his 10 this is his 10 minutes for sure yeah that guy's book is going to be so full. It's already full. That's what's crazy. Just, I, this guy, yeah, he's going to be printing money. He'll be able to charge 150 bucks an hour if he wants. Oh, but, no. It, it's up. Do you want to know what he charges an hour? I, I have the answer for you. 
Wait, is he charging more than that? It is three fifty an hour if you want to go see George. He's charging right three fifty. Okay, yeah, this guy's really feeling himself on the mats. Who's he think he is? Butch? On, on the AstroTurf mats at Westlake Golf Course. Hey, here's the crazy thing. He's booked solid. Are pay it too. He's booked solid, dude. He he does not have a single opening in his in his book for months and months and months. Well, it's like after hearing that, the guy can afford a little bit better wardrobe. I'll just yeah. go and say that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the guy dresses. I, I someone else commented on it too. I think it was Max Home. The guy dresses like an eighteen year old skater. It's, um, it's, in a way, though, it's almost kind of classic. Like, I, yeah. Oh god, it's it's really it's really phenomenal. I, I like uh, his Instagram like presence. His, you know, he talked about it too. Like, you know, his Bratton at Bratton and Dar at Oklahoma State didn't want to mess with his swing. Mm-hmm. Okay, then he's back home working with Skater Boy, and um, <laughs> he's like, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, we'll just we'll keep everything in check. You know what I mean? I don't want to change his motion because that's it's hard. You know what I mean? I was kind of the same way where Steve Burrell and Rodney Wilson was like, "Oh no, you got to do this. You got to get more upright. You got to get closer to the ball." And it's like, nope. And finally, Bob was like, "You know," and I'd never gotten those are guys are just hitting balls next to me. Hey, going, hey, this might help, right? Yeah. I remember I came home first semester at Chico, and I'm like Bob, I think I need to tune up, and he's like, "You don't need to tune up. You just need to work harder." He came down, watched me hit like ten drivers. He's like, Jess, you just you just got to get back. He's like, you got to get back to doing what what got you there. You know what I mean? He's like, you got classes. How many balls you hitting up there? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not nothing. He goes, you just, it's in the dirt. Uh, I talk about it. You know, good local players are. It, if you wanted, if you want to be the next Matt Wolf, it's eight hours a day. Yeah, it's yeah. Eight hours a day. It's in the gym. It's eating. It's it's doing all the. You, you got to do everything. Um. And you got to make sacrifices. You know what I mean? I guarantee these guys don't have a lot of a social life, didn't have much of a social life, especially in high school, traveling to all these tournaments, waking up early, hit balls before school, after school. You got to make sacrifices, and hard work pays off, man. It's such a great story. Uh, it's, 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 they get a lot of natural ability. And I, I love that he's not changing because some people think he should you know what i mean absolutely and, and for the few thousand listeners out there who are uh, not uh santa rosa natives he is referring to the great and powerful bob borowitz uh, yeah. director of golf longtime teaching professional at the great great bennett valley golf links in santa one rosa, of the best California. one of the best players in the, in the area for a long time man oh man a, a couple of pretty pretty good shots at the uh at the pebble beach uh at yeah at the crosby if uh, if i'm not mistaken i does he still does he still have that iron in his office that just has the grooves completely worn out of the center of the club face? <laughs> he, he does, <laughs> or he is, is that just his entire set? <laughs> one of the biggest <laughs> tragedies. He doesn't even play anymore. Oh, he plays what, like maybe heard. once a year God. in the Montgomery Booster Scramble. Um, God, it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, just completely turn it off. But uh, I think he played in like eleven AT and T's section player of the year like almost a dozen times. It seems like um, <laughs> wild. Three or four PGAs, really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy that your guys' golf course, other than you know you, you've got well, Jim, Bob and, a, and a, you know Chico State, you know Golf Hall of Famer Jim Canego. I mean, it's Benna Valley is loaded. It was so great. I talk, I think we might have talked about it's like 1995 Nike uh, Nike Tour Windsor Open. Canego money qualifies final round 66 finishes fifth which you know top 25 moves you on to the next event and he's like nah i gotta work next week <laughs> <laughs> and flackman was like jim go play the tournament he's like nah i got lessons i gotta work <laughs> <laughs> oh that is fantastic all right man uh, 
I, I love all the guys about out of Benton Valley. That that place is really really special. Although I don't need to tell you that. Um, all right, man. Let, let, let's move on here. So we got uh, everything covered here for Matt Wolf winning the 3M Open. Um, let's let's move on to the European Tour. How much of the Irish Open at La Hinch did you get a chance to watch over the weekend? Dude, they delayed coverage. Come on. It's like, you know, I, I get off work at 9, I'm up late. Like, I was expecting to come on at 11 a.m., like British Open, or 11 p.m., sorry. It's like, don't start till 2.30. I'm like, I ain't staying up till 2.30. I'm like, uh, just time-wise, I didn't watch hardly any of it. Um, wasn't able to. Nah, but uh, That's a bummer. John Rahm. <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was thinking after I saw the third-round leader, that we should probably do a segment on best golf names. And I got to tell you, Robert Rock is really near the top of my list. And not only that, Robert Rock's tress. I mean, his hair is rock solid. I mean, that that is a, that no is a hat, handsome fellow. Just all bravado. But see, it seems like if anyone was ever going to go to the complete button-down shirt besides Phil, it would be <laughs> Robert Rock just so he could go button an hour. You know what I mean? Oh, it's By incredible. the time he's teeing up on 18... He's like Denunzio and Caddyshack, just like all yes. the lettuce off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is crazy. I was reading about Robert Rock is that apparently he is like not long for being a competitive golfer. I mean, he he's kind of been facing himself out. He's Matt Wallace's uh, swing coach and is kind of like moving into like teaching and coaching full time. But he, the guy still just drops sixty and then on goes into it and then goes and basically misses a putt on eighteen to shoot fifty nine. Crazy. I mean, the guy. Was it a five? No, I, he led Rom by five shots going into the final round. But uh, yeah, I think it, he only had like a one-stroke lead. Whew, man, oh man, that was that was a really impressive round on Saturday. But what's crazy is, while it doesn't sound nearly as impressive, John Rom's sixty-four on Saturday set him up to then go and fire a sixty-two on Sunday. Pretty good win. weekend. Holy shit, man! Carry sixty-four, let me, sixty-two. Let me do some. Let me do some shorthand. Carry yeah, please, please go ahead. One one twenty-six is pretty good. Huh. Oh, so you're That's, saying you're saying 252 for a 72 hole match? Uh, if if that average good. continues, is pretty okay. That's pretty good. What? Just a little taste for. I mean, obviously, our background. I think we would probably have Colin Montgomery at the top of our list for golf names. Oh, that 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 is also true. I, I mean, that would I, be a fun segment. I I am partial to uh, Tiger Woods, but I also think the, Colin Montgomery. It it's tough to beat that one. Yeah. It it really. I mean. That being said, okay, so if we're getting back on uh, getting back on track here, so let's John get, let's Rahm, get back on back on track, second Irish Open win. All right, uh, I believe he won at Port Stewart a couple years ago. He wins here at La Hinch, which I I got a ch- I probably watched a total of five or six hours of this tournament. Waking oh, up, you got you got me my by five or six yeah, hours. I, mean, I, 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 I was I was waking up early and catching like you know uh, and catching some of the coverage in the morning. Like I you know wake up, make myself a pot of coffee, you know have a few cups while I watch the golf tournament as get get my day rocking and rolling. I mean. It was a perfect way to start up the 4th of July and the, and the day after. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and this golf course, man, holy shit, was it spectacular. I mean, those uh, that Klondike blind blind fourth hole is one of the wildest, coolest golf holes I've ever seen on television. It was absolutely spectacular. Um, you know, Rafa cabrera Bayo, who actually held uh, the lead for um, a couple of holes on Sunday, you know, this is, you know, people listen to this podcast who are big fans of Lynx Golf like I am. Uh, I, I don't need to tell them that, but he came out with a quote afterwards being like, dude, this place was so wild. I mean, but this, you know, the link, being the Lynx course that it is, this played like an entirely different golf course all four days. And it's just like, and that that is so awesome and so wild that it's it, the repetitiveness is gone. It, it basically, at that point, it's everybody's going out and playing the same golf course, but with it being different every single day, 
you're out there just learning and hitting creative golf shots on the fly to just try to figure out how to get your way around that place as oh, best yeah. as possible. Just in that one scenario where, you know, that, that if there is one downside to life on the PGA Tour, it's that these guys kind of have a plan that they go in and it's, it's all about executing and following a game plan where, you know, you get on one of these old links courses, you're white knuckling, man. You're getting up there, you're holding on for dear life, and you're just trying to survive. And I, for oh, me, yeah. that makes incredibly compelling television and an awesome tournament to watch. And that's that's pretty much what we got for most of this tournament at the Irish Open. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I need to do. Uh, I I gotta put I gotta put you know some funds away because I've yes. heard I've heard Southern Ireland um, is is a must do. Oh, I, I I've never been to Ireland myself to go play golf, but that is right about on top of my bucket list. I mean, between this place, Lahinch. Uh, Port Stewart, and then obviously Royal County down, and then uh, Royal Portsmouth, you know, which is or Port Rush, excuse me, uh, which is going to be hoping this Open Championship here in a couple weeks. I mean, those are four courses right there that you could say, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, Dornock that. and Dornock and uh, Port Rush. That's Northern Ireland, but I mean, like you're talking Bally Bunyan, mm-hmm. Old Head, mm-hmm. um, Southern Ireland. Yeah, that's that's our an ideal trip would just be. Dublin, Northern, Southern. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just go. Uh, let's just go take three weeks and just do it all. Yeah, God. <laughs> well, you know, don't worry. We start saving now. We're gonna get that eight grand put aside by twenty twenty three, and we're gonna go for it, buddy. And by twenty twenty three, we're gonna need another eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, two other quick notes here on this tournament before we we go on. Um, John Rom, this is his second Irish Open title, and after he won, he said that not only does he feel really comfortable with this golf tournament. But at this particular moment, he feels like he's playing the most consistent golf of his career. And on top of that, this gives him two Irish Open wins, which is just one behind Seve Ballesteros. And John Rahm commented how his goal, his dream, is to match Seve with Irish Open wins. Seve was absolutely beloved uh, in that country, even though being a Spaniard, they, everywhere, they, he's everywhere he was beloved. And you know, it, it seems like the fans at this tournament are beginning to embrace John Rahm in a similar way that they did to Seve Ballesteros. And he, he seems like he loves this golf tournament. Um, and I, I'm excited to see him try to win a third one. I, I think that would be absolutely awesome. I'm excited what he's saying about his game because we all see it. You know what I mean? Hey. Like maybe he, maybe down deep he lacks a little bit of confidence. You know what I mean? It's possible. Like okay. to, a certain type of confidence, a winning confidence. Right. You know, and if you're if you're that good, you don't lack confidence. But you know, maybe questioning if he'll ever get to that next level, start winning majors. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's he's he hasn't been out there long, but I mean he's been out there a couple of years now. Um, we all know he's. I mean, it's him, Fowler. I mean, you're looking at all these guys that have just this immense amount of talent, and you're kind of just scratching your head, going, "Well, they it's got to be soon. They they got to win a major soon." Because yeah. Those guys can do stuff with the golf ball that not many people can. And, um, yeah, I mean, if he's coming out saying he's in a really good spot, then I imagine he'll be one of the betting favorites, probably top 10 betting favorites uh, come, come in about 10 days or so. Yeah, I think so. I get it. 14 to 1 right now are the odds you can get on John Rahm to win the Open Championship. Does not seem all that bad. It seems moderately enticing. Decent value. Decent value. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, awesome. So we'll move on from the Irish Open here, Boat. Uh, as we stick across the pond, uh, news is that uh, our good friend John Daly is not going to be permitted to use a golf cart at the Open Championship 
thus, he will have to walk uh, like every other golfer in the field, despite his, I think I call it Hooters knee. Uh, you, 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 <laughs> just when you eat too many hot wings, and then and then the hot the hot sauce gets into your bloodstream, and then goes up and clogs in your knee, and then you can't walk anymore. Oh, Are you familiar? Oh yeah, he's got he, he's got he's got gout in the knee. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I oh man, I, I I I I fucking love John Daly so much. Like, but at the same time, I'm, I I understand I mean, the role of being like, look, man, like, like walking is an important part of this championship. It's it's what you have to do. If you can't walk, then you can't play. Then don't play. You know, lucky I, for him, it's links. It's not a lot of up and down. No. Uh, but yeah, he's hey, you know what, John? It's yeah, he's got what's he got bone on bone or something. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know exactly what it is. My my hope is that he basically still tries to shortchange it, and he goes and gets one of those awesome little like roller things where like your knees <laughs> bent, and but you're like walking with your left leg, but your right knees like rolling with the, your knee bent in ninety ninety degree uh, position going backwards. That that then he basically just stands up off it to hit his golf shot and gets back on and keeps rolling. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Someone, um, I forget who it was. Uh, they were being interviewed. And they said that who was it? Oh, Tom Lehman. I think Tom Lehman might have played with Wolf, and was like, "This is kind of like when John Daly came out on tour, mm. and kind of the shock and awe that he put in people. This, you know, is he goes, you can't believe how straight the guy hits, hits the ball. It is his misses, wild. his misses aren't missed." Man. He's like he's hitting it so far. He goes, and it was Tom Lehman. He goes, this is this is kind of like watching John Daly come out on tour. Powerful Tom, which Lehman. I that's thought a, that's a great. Comparison. How about Tom Lehman, by the way? Yeah. I mean, huh, way Powerful to golf Tom ball. Lehman. Way to golf your ball, Tom. Yeah, you're 60 years old. Yeah. The guy was like, what, he was like top 20 after two two rounds. I mean, come on, it's great stuff. Oh man, that, yeah, that that is wild. Um, yeah, so. Unfortunately for John, we uh, we we look forward to seeing him miss the cut after Friday, but uh, hopefully he proves nope. us wrong. Um, nope. I, I imagine John may be on your no chance list. Yeah, he's yeah he'll probably be on there. Mm. Oh man! All right, uh, a quick little side up before we jump into uh, previews for this upcoming weekend. Um, we actually briefly discussed it last weekend. We are, you know, while we do talk a lot of professional golf on this podcast, but first and foremost, you know, we are cut. Co- we are trying to cover golf course news here on the west coast and while i do not have my ear to the ground to be able to cover every single golf course closure uh and every little thing going on around the state here in my neck of the woods up in the north central valley uh as i mentioned earlier the wonderful very youth friendly albeit wildly shitty sunset hills golf course in chico turns out is going to be closing pretty soon it has been purchased by the butte humane society the piece of property has which if i'm not mistaken i believe is run by Mrs. Sierra Nevada, um, up okay. here, yeah, up here in Chico, and the plan is they're going to close that thing down and they're going to open up a brand new and build a brand new nine-hole uh, par three course across Highway 99. Word is not they, they had a sketch up of it um, that I may have to post on uh, the Golf Guide Instagram feed, but I'm wondering if the design is final because if not, I have got a couple of golf course architects in mind that I would I know would absolutely love the opportunity to come up and build a par three course. Um, I, I guess my question to you that is, as somebody who lives in a town that is of similar size, if not a little bit bigger than Chico, uh, over yep. in Santa Rosa, do you think there'd be much of a market for Santa Rosa 
to have an actual just a par three golf course that, that's you know with a huge driver range? I, I mean, it's tough. There's so you know the s- surrounding cities in Santa Rosa. I mean, there's there's so many golf courses. So no, it, I mean unless you brought in, unless you were trying to trying to make this like a, a Northwood or a Meadowwood. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Like a desti- like a destination, and you're going to bring in a big time designer. Sure. And Chico, I don't um, think that's going to be the case. No, no, it's it's <laughs> no, there's, it's uh, it's yeah, efficient as possible, um, smart with required water stuff like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'll get yeah. up there and play it. Yeah, absolutely. When uh, when that thing eventually gets built in a few years from now, we will make our way up here and uh, and give it a go. So interesting. Some some golf course development news for uh, folks that care at all i'm not sure if there's that many of you out there but uh just so in case, mrs mrs grossman is running the humane society huh i i believe so i i believe so well ken is out there just you know brewing brewing beer she's out there just uh, yeah. you know she's she's out there being humane doing her part <laughs> doing her part exactly right so um it'll be just as i get more updates uh on that uh i will share them with you guys on the podcast here and then oh let's see all right Last thing here in the podcast, but let's go over a little bit of the action that's coming up this weekend. So, yeah, uh, we, do it. we've got uh, the Steve Stricker Invitational, aka the John Deere Classic, happening <laughs> uh, this weekend, uh, and then we've tough also called by him. Tough call by him. Yeah. I mean, by the way, you, you, it's you, a major, right? You're it's the one. Major. You're the one that brought it up to me. Uh, yeah, here, but we'll, you know, we'll, Steve Stricker is. You think of the John not, Deere? You think of Strix? I mean, it's his goddamn golf tournament. Um. Yeah, I mean, he played it. You know, Wisconsin guy played at the University of Illinois, won it 82 times. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's, you know, it's this week it's opposite the senior players. Um, I, it's hard because it's like he, you know, he would have a chance to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> played at the deer, but coming off a six stroke victory in the U.S. Senior Open, like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll go win two senior majors in a row. Yeah. He's got it. He's got a strike while the iron's hot. You know, he's, he wins another one of these, and he gets right up there with McCarron for uh, Schwab Cup uh, leader. So, well, that's the thing. Like, can't can't knock the guy for going to play the senior tour. But I know, I know that was that was not an easy decision for him. Guaranteed. No. And we were both pretty impressed when we were looking at it after talking about it on the on the podcast a couple weeks ago. We were pretty impressed by the uh, by the purse that old Stevie took home from winning that U.S. Senior Open. I was. Oh yeah. I was kind of shocked that he uh, that he, he was able to put as many ducats in his back I pocket saw- as he was for that. Dude, I saw a thing today where the ladies uh, with the Women's British Open, they're upping the purse by 40% this year. Woo! Oh, Good man. on you, RNA. That is phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a big bump. The um, RNA is the only one listening to those people chanting after the, the U.S. women won exactly the World that. Cup. Which, yeah. by the way, obviously we, 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 we go off topic a little bit on this, uh, this podcast as we are wont to do. Amazing, amazing run by the U.S. Women's uh, Soccer Club. Absolutely phenomenal. It was a ton of fun. I don't know if you were watching on Sunday. I, I was at the bar uh, at about 8.15 on, uh, on Sunday morning. Th- those girls are so goddamn impressive, man. That, that, was, that was spectacular. USA, awesome. Yes, fantastic. All right, back to golf. Uh, so Strick, I mean, what was it, like $700,000 he won for that U.S. Senior Open? Dude, I texted you. I think it was like seven twenty or something dude, crazy. That is wild. So he's made, he, you're going to make more money winning on winning a major, uh, a senior major, than you are finishing second on tour. So I think for him, that one just kind of like you know what, I'm going to wax the goddamn floor with these guys. Give, give me, yeah. give I mean, me the my, way he's my... playing. If he plays bad, he's still going to top ten. Yeah, right. That's probably hundred grand. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, Strix, absolutely incredible. Um, 
so that the John Deere Classic is going to be happening this weekend. The field is, I would say limited, but I feel like that's not limited enough. <laughs> uh, from from what you were looking at, boat who who was the favorite in the John Deere Classic this weekend? Colin Morikawa. The wow. guy's the betting favorite right now at 14-1, to 1 and he's played in wow. four tour events this year. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Hovland, 16-1. Lucas Glover had a good final round. He's Lucas Glover is the third favorite to win this week. Um, Charles Howell, Matthew Wolf, 20-1. Streelman, Harmon, Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin. Berger, Berger had a good week. Uh, Zach Johnson, he's only won there like 17 times. <laughs> He's thirty-three to one. Ryan Moore's won there, thirty-three to one. You know, we talk about it. It's they're getting some of the guys that would maybe, maybe think about playing Scottish Open or at least getting, getting to the other side of the pond a week early with the family. You know, do some tourist stuff. But I got to imagine, and this is just I haven't, I don't I haven't, haven't heard any you know, official stories. I got to believe that that jumbo jet that the Deer Open charters to send these guys to the British Open. That's got to be just like one of the... Oh, that's got to be a blast. That's got to be real nice. That's that's got to that's gotta be a blast. Um, that's, you know, it's an awesome thing. They'll, they'll talk about it on the broadcast. Uh, great way to get some of the guys that you might not get. Um, I got to imagine that playing around is just... Just an absolute ball. It's got to feel pretty nice. I, I have to admit, especially I, if you're if you're if you're the winner. Whew. You know what I mean. Especially uh, if you're the you winner know. and you didn't have, you know, and didn't, you know, you weren't qualified for the open. All of a sudden, you get qualified yeah. and you just whisk like, away on that private. I think it was Michael Kim last year wins, gets in the British Open, gets to go go party in a jumbo jet with all his buddies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that to me sounds like a great time. Yes, yes, I, I would. I wouldn't say it would be the main reason why I'd like to win a PGA Tour event, but that would be a pretty kick-ass perk. It'd be a good one to win. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. Um, well, as, as you mentioned, um, you know, th- this field, you know, most of the guys that would be headlining a PGA Tour event um, are going to be, you know, tuning up for the Open Championship by playing the Scottish Open this weekend, yeah. uh, which is going to be taking place at the Renaissance Club, uh, a newer Tom Doak design Lynx course. Um, and the field... In all honesty, I mean it's not it's not a major championship field because there's still a lot of guys missing. But it's close. This, this field is very impressive, man. I mean, the guy you know, Rory, always is. Yeah, Rory, Rick Fowler, JT, Cooch, Henrik, Matt Wallace, Cabrera, Bayo, Eddie Pepperall. Uh, you know, Martin Keimer. I, I, weren't you mentioning something? Scottish about... is always a, always a strong field. Oh, it's oh quite... yeah, yeah. What? Your guy Keimer. Your What's guy it? Keimer needs a to grab one of those final. I think it's four uh, remaining Ooh. spots into the British, or this is going to be his first major miss in ten years. That's wild. It, it, it's crazy to think that Martin He Conner had a really, really solid, quietly solid two major. Like, if he didn't win again. Yeah. I mean, dude, really, really good career. Winning Martin a Conner. U.S. Open at Pinehurst is, that, that, that's stuff of legends, man. I mean, that, that, that that's a victory you can hang your hat on for the entirety of your career and, and feel pretty good about it. Yep. I mean, that's, it, it's very impressive. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, aside from those guys, you got, you know, you got kids in the field, Poulter in the field. Russ Knox, Graham McDowell, Lee Westwood. I mean, this is uh I think this is going to be a very, very entertaining golf tournament. I 
I, I love watching the Scottish. Oh, love it. I I don't know much about the golf course. Um, I don't I don't know anything about the golf course. I mean, I, I know I've, from every Tom Doe course I've ever played, I absolutely loved it. So I would expect this is going to be a really fun, beautiful golf course as well. Uh, and for that reason, that that's one more one more reason to watch. I'm I'm excited to check out this golf course. It should, it should be awesome. And much like Tiger Woods, I'm going to start setting my alarm for 4 a.m. so I can start really getting in the zone to make sure do I'm, it. At, I'm, at, I'm at peak. You know, peak mentally mental and state. physically prepared. Exactly. When these guys are making the turn, I, I want to be. I want to have been dialed in for hours already, boat. I mean, this yep. is, this is this is not child's play. You got to lock in. Whew. Absolutely, got to lock in. Um, and any thoughts looking at the odds or anything like that for the uh, for the Scottish Open this weekend? Nope, just huh. a fan. <laughs> just a fan. Perfect, man. Um, let's see. On that note, shit, brother. I I don't got a whole lot else for you. Anything uh, you want to add to uh, the back, broadcast? Back to the back to the John Deere. Please, uh, please. Your guy Ho Sung Choi, the swing that uh, sank a thousand ships. Yes. Got another sponsor exemption. God, swing, uh, swing. You know, and like you talked about, some of the guys are getting the starts here. Uh, Hunter Mahan, I'd love to see you have a great week. Mm, Our too. guy Smiley Kaufman is in the field. I'd love to see him make another cut. Man, can you imagine? Oh, God, where... he makes the cut, and then he backs it up with 80 on Saturday. <laughs> oh, did, did Smiley go out and just get plastered on Friday night for celebrating making a cut and then back it up with an 80 ball? Uh, he made the cut, and Natty Light actually sent him 14 oh. free 30 packs, and he decided to drink all 14 of them. Poor guy. Uh, Nick Watney, Duffner, Doc Redman. Pulling for those guys this weekend, obviously. Yes. Who knows? Maybe it's back-to-back Cal Bear champions. Maybe Morikawa gets a job done. Ooh, that would be fantastic. He is somehow the betting favorite at 14-1. Do you think if Smiley Kaufman wins, magically, do you think if he oh, if ma- Smiley Kaufman makes wins? the cut, wins, does he forego the John Deere flight because he knows that Natty Light has its own, its own plane charter for him to go? With a fully stocked fridge? No, I think, I think the guy would be like, either way he's partying. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine, I imagine Natty Lights just be like, no, we don't want you on yeah. our radar. Get on that jumbo jet with the rest of those Daryls. <laughs> Mix in a water. We'll see you over there. Uh, it's fantastic. I, man, I, I still can't believe Smiley Coffin was playing in the final, the final group at, a, at at the Masters like not that long ago. That's still. It, it now seems like I guess he's on major. He got hurt. Something yeah. I don't know if it was his wrist, but uh, that's a bummer. It, yeah, <laughs> the guy won a PGA Tour event. Yeah, I mean, oh well, well. Here's to hoping that he gets it going again. Smiley, absolutely. We're pulling for you, brother. Um, yes, we are. Holy shit, boat. That that was phenomenal, man. A- a- any last uh, anything else before we uh, we call it a night here? Uh, you know, we forgot to mention Zach Johnson, Johnson Wagner. Uh, if you can find a prop bet where the, the it is for those guys fishing the top 10, just do it. If you like money, just do it. If you're into winning money, that is highly advisable. Guaranteed top 10. Zach Johnson, Johnson Wagner. Oh, perfect. Well, on that note, now that we've given you a way to more than likely double your personal fortune, I think that's a perfect way to end this thing. Hey, thanks for the microphone. Yeah. So much room for activities. Both. This is uh, this is great. Boat, you sound... I mean, not that you don't always sound delightful, but my goodness. My, it's, it's just... Whew. Oh, it's clear as day out here. This is absolutely perfect, man. I, I, I'm stoked for you. I, not that I couldn't understand it before, but it's just so clear. It sounds so great. I hope the listeners uh, enjoy the audio improvement uh, coming from your end because it, it was an absolute pleasure to listen to you, my friend. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, everybody, we will, uh, in all likelihood, possibly back later this week with the uh, the first leg of our Open Championship preview. Um, and if that's the case, Boat, I, I assume that you will be on the call with me. I'm a hard in. A hard in. Perfect. Well, that note, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, 
Appreciate it as always. If uh, you know, as I said before, if you want to support this podcast, the best way to do so is to leave us a review on iTunes. As we read a couple of them off in last week's episode of the podcast that were <laughs> highly encouraging. I, I would like to see more just like that on there. Let's see some reviews, people. Oh, it'd be, it'd be phenomenal. Um, yeah. So if, if you want to support the podcast, that is the best way to do it. Other than that, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I love doing this podcast, boat. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you somewhat enjoy. Uh, All in. All in. Favorite part of the week. It's awesome, man. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll be back soon. Uh, Until next time, adios. Boat.